don't think it's easy to do a difficult to deal with death. But I think we did it. I think we had a very impactful death. And I think that it's on par with probably one of the most iconic death scenes to me. Just Boromir. Son of Fuck, a that's a good one. <laughs> God damn it. That was the one I was going to pick. <laughs> I, I, I told the guys what we were going to talk about, and I said, I already had the best one, so. I was that is the best one. The and, whole and time. Here's the reason why. When, when, when you really look at, look at the dialogue and you realize that all that he wants is to protect the, his subjects, his people, mm-hmm. in his kingdom, and he's doing everything he can. You can see he's a desperate man, and, and he just has the good intentions with everything. And you can see he's lost... And he's grasping at straws. And that scene, when he takes, like, five arrows or something like that. Yeah. And when uh, Aragorn comes up and, like, Aragorn is the, pretty much, like, tells him, like, you know, I, like he's, he's going he's gonna to carry on. You know, like, he can rest now kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And just that, like, tender moment between them is just, like, so good. Um, so... I'm just saying we are Peter Jackson, but I, I feel like we're close. <laughs> we are Peter Jackson. <laughs> Next movie. I mean, <laughs> I honestly, you could talk about Gandalf in the same way. You yeah. know, when he died as Gandalf the Grey, obviously he comes back later, yeah. but especially if you read the books, man, that is an impactful scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one I was going to talk about was a gentleman in Dark Souls, uh, Oscar of Astora. Yep. He. So the whole thing about the story of Dark Souls is that. A undead will come from the asylum and end, you know, the age. That's the prophecy, I guess you could call it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So he went to the... Didn't he go to the asylum just so he could fulfill the prophecy? I think he went to... He went to free, I think, a lot of the undead. Yes. Yeah. There yeah, in yeah. order the, to make he, sure the prophecy would happen. Right, he was, try, he was trying to help it. Um, because it, it, his whole thing was, was he, he was supposed to be... He knew he was a supporting character, like that. That was part of his yeah. prophecy or whatever. Uh, but yeah, yeah, he he was he was there. He was there to help the chosen Ashen. Yeah, and then he got smacked by a dummy thick demon on the roof. <laughs> That's true. Just right through the roof. That's exactly um, what happened. So and so he gives you the flask. It's basically he knows nobody can do this without this one small thing. Yep. And his whole thing was just to give that to the right one. And he yep. doesn't even know he's giving it to the right one. He just gives it to you and is like. This is all of my hopes, my dreams, the future of our world. Take it. And then he dies. If he does survive, I believe he immediately hollows. Yeah. Uh, you find him later, and he is like, complete, he's not. He's insane. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Because it, 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 in the, we're getting into Dark Souls lore here. In the cut content, uh, he was supposed to choose the other side of mm-hmm. the storyline. So, like, if you, if you choose that you, if you choose to rekindle the flame, he chooses to stamp it out. If you choose to stamp it out, he chooses to rekindle it. So you're you always supposed, fight him. So yeah, so so your your storylines are supposed to be parallel. And while that's really cool, I love the impactfulness of just like his purpose seems so small. It's literally like the first NPC you meet, even before you get control of your character, because he's he 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 tosses you a key from the rooftop. Yeah, he's like, here, get out. You know. But it's it's funny because it's it seems like such a small thing, but none of the world changing events would happen if he's not there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you'd be stuck in that cage and yeah. unable to really leave. So I've given you guys a lot of time to think. So. <laughs> <sighs> Which sucks because, you know, Jake still took my answer because I was just thinking of, like, Boromir going, like, it's like, what was it, uh, the lines? He was just like, I would have followed you, like, 
my cap, like my king. Yes, and yeah. he's just like, like right there. On yep. This. But honestly, like thinking back to like certain movies and stuff, where like a death <laughs> was impactful and stuff. I played a lot more video games than watching movies. Mm-hmm. So there's that. But um, actually, one of them that it came first for me was in uh, the game Demon Souls. Actually, okay. so yep. going on nothing there. Another, Let's just keep going. <laughs> okay, you can't so. tell that me, Mark, and Jake are huge souls nerds. Yeah, boy. <laughs> uh, but there was this one character in there that technically is a boss. So, like the whole thing in Demon Souls, like they pe- people to sum it up really quickly is that this demon came in. People were using souls of like soul arts in order to enhance their own abilities and stuff like that. But there was a couple of them that were just called like the these demon souls in particular that it gave you ton of ability, like power and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Oh, Probably. I think I know where you're going. Yeah, yeah. and there was yeah. one in particular that like there's monsters and shit that you fight and all that stuff. There's people that are fairly evil, like very evil. But there's one that is by the name of Maiden Astrea that she is the most innocent person that happens to have a soul, a demon soul, in her. But she was using it to heal everybody. She was trying to use this curse as a good intentions and in the part of the story you have to go and kill her basically yep. to claim that because you need all of these in order to awaken you know this ultimate being. to save the world yeah. yeah but the thing is it's like the entire time you're fighting her like she has this bodyguard that comes up and fights for her yep and the worst part is it's like if you kill him and the entire time they're talking to you, you're like please just leave us be like we're not doing anything to you just let us go keep going you kill him and then she just the scathing of the voice actor uh, she's just like fine take it take uh, your precious demon soul and, gosh and then she just kills herself too like uh, right in there like right in front of you and you're just like oh uh, it, it makes you feel like the bad guy immediately yeah well all she wanted to do was help the downtrodden oh yeah, yeah yeah that was the whole point of that part because like it was in this valley of filth yeah and all these people are discarded down there so she was like i want to help these people and you go down there and... For that sin, you kill her. Yeah, pretty much. Jeez. Because everyone calls her, I think, like, a witch. And yeah. And, like, a cursed being anyway. And you go down there, she's <laughs> immaculate. Right. Like, she's in the filth, yeah, but she's also helping everybody. Right. The, the whole, like, juxtaposition of, like, where she is and mm-hmm. what she's doing is, is, yeah. is on yeah. full display. Yeah, like, her and her knight are yeah. both helping people and stuff. Yeah. And you have yeah, to that, take out both of them. Yeah, that scene is fucking heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with that, I go... So I go to the Red Wedding in Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. oh so, that's so, like, so I read the books before I watched the show, <laughs> and the show wonderful. did an incredible job with uh, the Red Wedding. Um, and I feel like if you didn't see it coming, I don't blame you. But like in the books, because yeah. it was it's all from point of view. Yeah, everything's on a reliable narrator, and you mm. really just do not see it coming even at all. Oh wow, okay, and like. I, when I when I read that in the books, I mean, at, at the time I was reading them with basically all of my free time. Mm-hmm. I didn't do anything else. I was like, <laughs> I, I was going to school, and I'd read just constantly because they were you couldn't put them down. When I read the Red Wedding, uh, and that chapter ended, I put the book down, didn't read it for two straight weeks. Wow. So, like, I couldn't. Wow. I was like, I I don't know how I can continue to read this story. Wow, it was man. that impactful and that just. Like, holy fuck. I mean, you could pick... There's so many things to pick from Game of Thrones. There's a lot of good death in, in Game of Thrones. The Red Wedding was absolutely crazy. Um, yeah, that that one sticks with me. When it, For me, when it comes to fantasy franchises, as far as the books go, it's h- genuinely hard for me 
because obviously Lord of the Rings is an easy go-to. It's mm. written beautifully. Mm. But the George R. R. Martin might be the best author when it comes to character character-driven stories. I've never read a better character-driven yeah, incredible story. stories. Yeah, I, incredible characters. I haven't read fantasy since I read the latest book. Yeah. Like wow. I just and I was what was that Kelly like 5 6 years ago? Are you talking about uh when I read the Dance books. with Dragons? Yeah. When I read the books. Oh, I when read, you read it? Yeah, yeah that, that was, was like oh, 6 wow, yeah. years ago. The books the, the Dance with Dragons came out like 12 years ago. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's got to be another 20 before he writes the next one. I don't, so. I don't even think, I don't think he kill really some. Yeah. I but, uh, I, no. I yeah, listen to I listen to books at work. I've listened to all of the Game of Thrones books I think like 5 times oh, each. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, that scene always killed me. Mm. Well, I'm gonna hop back to uh, video games mm. and also spoilers. You know, just oh, yeah, just saying spoilers. spoilers sorry, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's been out for like 12 years. With spoilers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoilers for Lord of the Rings. I'm very sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, it's only been out for you know, uh, hundred years. Yeah. And I'm gonna go to a beloved classic final fantasy 7 mm. the death of Aerith. i was actually thinking yeah. about that oh, yeah i yeah. i remember i so i got into final fantasy at 13 because it was the first final fantasy that um was available to a system that i owned okay yeah and i played 13 i'm like this series is incredible i want to play them all it's good yeah. so i went back and i uh you know got the roms for like the first like five um, and then I didn't play six right away, but but Kelly was like, "Oh, you should play Final Fantasy VII. That's like one of my favorite games." I almost picked Aerith. Aerith's death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I actually like, thought you were going to. Yeah, yeah. 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 The the fact that you did it, I was like, I don't have a backup. I was going to be like, <laughs> um, Adelar's death. <laughs> this is a good show. Most iconic. <laughs> um, but it, it, you just you can't you can't like emotionally prepare for it. Mm-hmm. I just was. I feel like I don't. I don't think you were. I don't think you were there when I played it. Were you? I don't know. No, I don't know. But I, I just, really just my account. my jaw was just agape for like days. Like I couldn't eat because I couldn't close my mouth. I was just <laughs> was just shoveling food in and just kept falling out. <laughs> like what's what's up with Tim? He's just <laughs> Sephiroth was such a great villain. Oh, oh yeah, so yeah. good. Yeah, so good. But yeah, that man. Yeah, For a second, I thought Kelly was holding out his hand to see if it was shaking because of the memories. <laughs> just so good. <laughs> see, I'm uh, just, I'm just thinking with like with Aerith. Wasn't that like for a lot of people were like, yeah, she was my main healer, and now she's. T- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you fucked me, Severon. Like <laughs> <laughs> crap. Yeah, could have Co- got anyone else. <laughs> Coincidence that I chose the healer. <laughs> Why didn't you kill Tifa? <laughs> <sighs> well, speaking of dead healers. Yikes. I gave you that, that segue on a silver platter. A gold platter, if a gold you will. Platter. A gold platter, some might say. <laughs> but also in his request, I demand a gold coffin. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bury me until you have a coffin made entirely of gold. <laughs> and platinum. <laughs> Going back to the Moangi. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw them into the coal mine. <laughs> this counts. <laughs> uh, you guys uh, are on your way to go get Aleph. Aleph. Mm. Aleph? Aleph. 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 You know that he went into town. You just don't know where he's been. And there was a there was a hint that he uh, that the players know that he is currently sitting in prison, screaming at the top of his lungs. Uh, accused almost in uh, with a, the, an accusational tone. <laughs> 
to the town itself. So you guys get to town. Uh, it's about eight thirty nine uh, in the morning. Uh, things are uh, picking up in town. Shops are opening. Blah blah blah. Um, what do you guys do first? I start to gather, try to gather information on. Did anybody see him come into town? Um, ask the guards at the gate if they saw saw someone come through late mm-hmm. at night. Yeah. So uh, the first, you know, the first guard that you ask, uh, they you you bring him up and they're they're just like that bastard came in here screaming about how his son died. Yes, Alor is a hero and we loved him very much, but he what he done was unexcusable. What did he do? <laughs> L- losing a son is hard. If I if I lost my boy, I I would be pretty pretty upset too. But listen, he went into town, started drinking himself to death. Apparently, got some liquid courage, walked right into the temple, and held one of the priestesses hostage. Oh God! Hmm? What? <laughs> Which temple? It's, it's, uh, well, he went to the dream house first, and uh, everyone was asleep. <laughs> Good. As it should be. Did it. <laughs> it sounds more like like Kezra's dad. I, I figured he'd be yeah, more Jesus. put together. Uh, uh, so uh, the, there, um, there were some uh, priestesses of, of Sarenrae that, that that it comes to ruin. He he went asking them for help, and when they told him that they that they don't have access to the, to those kinds of restorative abilities. Um, they're 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 just here to, to you know travel in through and uh, he grabbed one of them and, and was holding him hostage. It was it was an hour long ordeal. Oh shit! He went after a sacred priest. <laughs> oh. There's one thing I know is that if you're an unleveled carpenter, you should really go after some probably leveled clerics. <laughs> Wait, are you implying that he is not like level ten? Yes. <laughs> He's a level ten carpenter. <laughs> you, should okay. see, you should see what that guy can do with a saw. Because <laughs> <laughs> it goes. Where was Jerry? Was he not at this post? <laughs> this should have never happened. Yeah, Jerry. Jerry's been he's been home quite a lot. I don't know what's going on with him. Guys, get he's off Jerry's back. Him. He's making sweet love to his husband and his wife. That's because everyone else is on his back. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. It's beautiful. We'll deal with Jerry later. Well, we'll give him another day. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Give that man some Gatorade. <laughs> Wait, we have the we have the rod of great water. There's no point in having Jerry come in when his sack is full. You just gotta let him fuck it out. Okay, so Gene Goblin and Jerry are probably my two greatest contributions to this. Uh... I do like Jerry. Yes, he fucks. Jerry fucks. Jerry, Jerry does fuck. Jerry, Jerry, and Jerry. So. He tells you that he's sitting in prison right now. If you happen to walk by the barracks, you can hear him. <laughs> Alright. Okay. <laughs> I don't have to deal with this. <laughs> so I just got here, guys. <laughs> no, that's Adelaide from Beyond the Grave. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was Grimshaw. Like, yeah, wow. Grimshaw going. We'd, we'd hate to be associated right. with that guy. Grimshaw's like, I'll stay at the Citadel. <laughs> Okay, Benson will go into the barracks. Uh, you hear him. Uh, you hear him just screaming. Y'all did nothing. Nothing. But <laughs> um, you gave Benson a scroll of cure sickness, right? Um, was it potions? Uh, yeah, how was it? 
Oh, I, th- I think it was his disease. disease. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's just... He's just... Your disease I'm, is an alcoholic. Looks like Jerry's not the only person that keeps a Gatorade. I, mean, <laughs> I gave you antidote greater. I'm sure that could appeal anything. Yeah, no. You know what? But don't yeah, waste pro, it on yeah, that. Yeah. It's a level 10 item. Uh, I like... I mean, he was my friend, but no. <laughs> you know, he, he's, he's really drunk right now. The only thing that will cure him is a really good antidote. Wait. Question. More scotch. Question. Where is the wand of create water? <gasps> oh, the I, most important. I, meant, I meant to bequeath that to uh, to Kesma. You could bad. spray him with it. It will sober <laughs> push, him up. You put your thumb on the tip. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, stop spraying. <laughs> be respectful of the man. Man's man, son just just died. Uh, Jerry will put his thumb on some tips. <laughs> <laughs> Watch Jerry handle this fire hose. <laughs> You know, I was sitting here like, should I make the joke? Yes. Yeah, I'm making the joke. We're already in tears from laughing so much. Yes. Jerry, you just have to weld that keeps on giving, man. A man, his son just died. (laughs) He's drunk and angry. Are you going to keep yelling? Looks up from his bucket. What do you want? We're going to have his, his funeral at sundown. We'd like it if you were there. It's going to be no funeral for my son. My son deserves to live. He's not coming back. Not if I can help it. One of these people here, one of these pious ones must know something. It's too late. And I reach in. I actually asked Kezra to give me that letter. You got, he, yeah, he gets it out. Then your son wrote you something in here. You can read it if you want. He takes it from you, sits down on the floor, opens it. My dear father. It feels like we had a second chance. I, um... I hope that by the time you're reading this, it's been many, many years of happiness and laughter and financial success. But the path that Abadar has called me to is uncertain. The forces that I am butting up against are beyond anything I could have ever imagined. But I think this was what I was meant to do, was to fight against the Sorrow Maker. I know that things weren't easy at Pesach. I know, um, I know you two tried your best, but sometimes, Sometimes the forces of this world, they, um, they butt against our best, and it's just not good enough. That's not a slight on you, or a slight on Mother. It's just the cruel reality of the world we live in. I want to let you know that I don't blame you for anything that happened back then. You did your best, and 
I know that things were hard on you. I found a better path, and I can say with certainty that if it wasn't for the things that happened, although terrible, although not excusable, I wouldn't be on the path that I was on. And I have no regrets. When I heard that you were back in Breach Hill, I, I didn't almost didn't know what to think. I it was a mix of surprise when I when I sent you the message. I it was just a shot in the dark. I didn't didn't know if you'd come or if you had already moved on. But I was very very happy to see you. I did think that uh, we had a chance to start over and. I am writing this very soon after our reconnection, and uh, I will probably seal this note up soon, but once again, I hope that that we've had many, many happy years together. But if, if on the chance we haven't, I want, you to let, I want to let you know that I love you dearly. I've always loved you dearly. And if, if our time was short, if our time was long, Know that I treasured each and every moment. Mourn for me. Cry until you cannot cry no more. But please, please be easy on yourself. I am with Abadar now. I am at rest. I am well. Let me go. You have so much to offer, so much to give. I think Breach Hill would be good for you. A chance to start over new. There are good people here. People you can trust. A life you can rebuild. Breach Hill is about second chances. I leave to you, my dear father, my most prized possession, my high priest robes of Abadar. I, my prayer is that when you wear these, you will think of me, you will think of Abadar, and you will find yourself a better path. Once per day, you can um, cast a spell on them, using them. I, I think you will attune to it very well. And um, I personally, uh, when I was in the Mwangi, I mostly used it to clean to clean the robes itself. But um, there were a few nights I uh, I made the the robes smell like mother. It's um. It's good to remember, Father. And I held out hope that we would see her again. And I don't think you are far off in holding on to that same hope as well. I have uh, entrusted Kezra with half of my wealth. Um, he is to be a custodian or a steward of it 
um, for when you are ready. I am not foolish. I have gained much wisdom over the years, so I know that you are probably not taking this well. But I hope that when, when you take time to mourn, when you take time to grieve and heal, that you will put this money to good use. I hope that the shop is already established, but if it is not, use it. Use this money well. And make the memory of your son proud. Goodbye, Father. Until we meet again. Because we're just like, like, think about what he said in his letter. You sober up, the gods let you out. You know where we'll be. He tears have been dripping on the page as he's been reading it. He just looks up and he says, "They're holding me for a week." I'll talk to the god. See if I can post your bail. Your son, like your son did for me so many times. Dad, Dad just hurt. That hurts him. So he just, uh, almost feeling like he's kind of like stooped to that level of like having to be bailed out like you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Hey, that's how it is. And, uh, yeah, you go back to the guard and, um, Greta is there <laughs> with, with, with the guards. Greta, this, this man's son, as you know, is dead. We are, we are ha- having a ceremony this evening. If he sobers up and is of sound mind to leave, I, I would like to post his bail if you would allow it so we could attend. Uh, yes, uh, the posting bail is fine. Uh, you can, uh, that's, that's fine. Um, I, I, I heard this morning what had happened. Uh, Adelar continued to, to be a hero. Um, if you're having a ceremony t- tonight, um, many of the townsfolk that uh, that Adelaide made an impact on would would like to be in attendance as well. Um. Also, Kezer, there's a there's a footnote at the bottom of um, the will that it's a message for Greta, and it's to abolish the bail system in Reachill because it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a tax on the poor to exploit and oppress them. <laughs> oh, sorry, can't. Oh, just takes precedence. This part is nonsense. <laughs> Try to cut it and just breaks the scissors. Damn. I never quite was able to make my case to the council, but I'm sure you will act well on my behalf. She sort of reads that and it's just like, oh, uh, but, uh, fine. You don't need to pay bail for him. But, uh, we'll... <laughs> fine, whatever. Uh, right, what? Well, some of the townsfolk would like to be there in order to, to, to pay respects as well. Um, will you be having it at uh, Citadel Tureen? Yes. Oh, is it? Is it Castle Kezer? The name is TBD, but that's the, the working title. <laughs> I, I I understand. The kobolds <laughs> that came here were very adamant about it. Uh, we, we've yet to we've yet to put it to a vote, but I, I understand. <laughs> There's more pressing matters than at hand. Uh, many people would like to be there to pay pay their respects to Adelar as well. The ceremony will be at sundown. Very well. Um. He pointing at the cell. Mako, he will be allowed for the ceremony, but he must be back, and there will be two armed guards with him at all times. 
It's fair. <laughs> Understandable at this point. It's not He's Jerry. got a chisel. <laughs> just not Jerry. <laughs> not Jerry. But yes, please, Jerry's please. working with his own wood. Just let Jerry. Just let Jerry work out his feelings. I know he loved Adelar. I, I think. <laughs> loved him a little too much. So uh, can we get him out of the cell? Uh, yeah, so they they uh, walk down with the key. They they let him out. They don't even handcuff him because he's just sort of a mess. Um, and they they let you go out. The two guards are gonna gonna accompany him the whole time and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So, um, how do you guys prepare the ceremony? Um, real quick before, like we're on our way back to the citadel. Real quick, mm-hmm. um, Benson just kind of like he's gonna saunter up towards uh, a left. I clearly don't understand fully what it feels like to be in your shoes, but and he reaches into his breast pocket and he pulls out a a picture. It's a very very small kind of inked picture, and he hands it to a left. And it is a picture of a young girl, you know, maybe nine ten years old. You know, your son was not the first person touched by the gods that I've protected. Her name was Lysa. She was the sweetest girl in all the world. I wasn't her father, but it felt that way. Her favorite things in the world were sweet cream and playing monster sire. She got prophetic dreams from the Inheritor. You know, the visions of what might come. It always gave her horrible stomach pain afterwards. But I was very proud to be her protector. Just like I was proud to be your son's protector. I'm, I'm sure you did everything you could. I just... I just always wish that I had done more. I just... I need to find out what to do with myself at this point. All you can do is just keep moving forward. I know, it's impossible. Especially for you. Let's just get this over with, I guess. Yeah. Kezra makes a one stop before we leave. Um, and I don't have any other business left in town. Okay. Uh, same with Elk. It just kind of goes to the dream house as well. Just kind of helps himself out a little bit. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you go to the dream house. Um, Warble is there just like, Oh, good, I heard about poor Adela. Yes. It's something that... It wasn't expected, honestly. No, no, he's he was he was a fine soul, a gentle one. Yes. Charming as can be. I won't go that far. <laughs> Just kidding. Quite charming to me. <laughs> oh yes. If, no, he was quite nice. If uh, if if you do need anything, uh I, I, I will be happy to help. Um I don't know if you if you were good friends, but you were both heroes, and unfortunately he did meet a hero's end. There are many adventurers here who, who come to meet just that. 
I've been hosting and being a part of the, the Heroes Call for many years. Not many of them come quite as noble and pious as he. He was a breath of fresh air from some of these barbarians we have. Yes, it was oh, from the first time I've been in this town to the Call of Heroes. I, I mean, I didn't expect to get along with him that well. I thought he was fairly uptight at first. Kind of clashed personality-wise, but he was very dependable. And Right. I, well, I wouldn't be alive if it wasn't for him. Well, he even taught me Elvish. I felt stupid asking. I remember he had such excitement on his face. Never be afraid of learning, Elkwood. Yes, I just find it. Yeah, of all things that we'd went through, it happened so fast. I just kind of wish he was back. But I know that once it's dead, stays. I, I truly wish I had the power to do something of that, but I'm, I'm a measly fifth level. I can't <laughs> manifest those sorts of powers. Well, level up! <laughs> Quest! I, I don't go questing, I'm sorry. Rare candies, I don't know. <laughs> but well, are you coming to the ceremony this evening? Yes, yes, yes. Me, me and, and many of the attendants here will, will be there. Um, uh that's good. Um, well, it, it it was good seeing you. Um, you, yes. you were more, more than more than welcome here. If you, should, should you should you need any anything else? Yes, I believe I'll be visiting more frequently. Uh, that one night was quite amazing. Right, please, it, uh, please, please come. Um, and you know, just for the hell of it, I mean, like he just kind of brings out Blade again, just uh I mean, she eagerly, she eagerly takes it. Yeah. She, she wants to, like, stare into it. And then she throws it, kills him, <laughs> takes it. It's mine. It's mine now. What did you say about leveling up? <laughs> she could try to hit me. What, what did you say about leveling up? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> she just power levels from killing elk. Right, right. That experience it's, points. It's, it's Highlander rules. Highlander if I rules. kill oh. you, I, did, I get all your power. <laughs> now she's Think a level, about it. level nine cleric. Yeah, well, think about it. She could kill Elk, resurrect him, kill him again, resurrect... Like, it's just an endless XP for him. Hey, what, what level does she have to be to cast Resurrect? Uh, I like, Eight, seventh nine? or ninth or something. Reincarnation's yeah. a lower level spell, though. That is true, yeah. I can bring him back. Still, no level five characters can, yeah, no, <laughs> can cast that stuff. Um, no, but uh, he, like, after kind of bowing, talk, talks to her a little and bows and leaves and stuff. Takes takes the star knife with him. <laughs> Give it back. Well, I mean, it's kind of a very get up. very uh, get up. Yeah, like she's holding on to it. And he's just legendary like, artifact. Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, wait, but wait, wait. So, does anything else happen during the day? At this point, the Ketros, he's setting up the the pyre. Yeah, um, El could be helping too. Like he'd yeah, be cutting yeah. down trees and stuff like that. Yeah, using yeah, the any tool. Yeah. Using yeah, any tool to, to cut, cut, down, cut down trees and you know to chop up the fallen branches and stuff yeah. you find around. Just turns into a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> this is how this works, right? Ring. I need to find a what was it a the improved inventor. Tool. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Puts a chain on it. Cast uh, haste on me, and I can keep going for hours. The sun begins uh, to make its descent, and uh, uh, people 
people start coming by. Um, a lot of the uh, a lot of the people in the area are people like. Um, uh, so uh, Warble and Kellen, who are the people from the Great Dream House, uh, the Crink uh, Crink tw- Twiddleton comes by. He's he's uh, selling selling flowers. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, it's, I mean, what Adelaide it's what Adelaide would have wanted. <laughs> Make sure there's support local business, even in death. <laughs> Uh, Morda, which is uh, Morda from Morda's Mortuary. She, she was she was the one that was played by uh, Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder, yeah. that's right. Yep. Because um, I expect you to use your portion of the wealth to pay for all the ceremonies. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Uses a left path. <laughs> yep, there was uh, only this much left. I <laughs> mean, the father pays for the funeral. <laughs> The father works, of right? the deceased pays for the funeral. It's just like weddings and all that shit. Other than that, uh, 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 Fit is there uh, as well. He's just—he like just met you, but you clearly saved his life, so he, <laughs> he kind of needs to. Yeah, he kind of needs to be. Like, he died for you. <laughs> Hope you remember this for the rest of your life, man. That's fucking me. Why would you say that to me? We're gonna sacrifice him to bring Adelar back. <laughs> Adelar comes back and Channing Tatum's body. <laughs> go stand in that go stand in that ring next to the pyre. <laughs> the pe- right, right, where the pentagram is drawn. Right, right here. You want me to be right here? Yes. yes. Don't worry about that knife. Okay. <laughs> All right, you want me to close my eyes too? I'll close my eyes. Hazel, yeah. do it now. <laughs> uh, Rorsk is there. He was the guy from Tusset Stoneworking who had worked the entirety of your uh, on your castle. Uh, and then uh, Adelar was the one who was who, who was just like, hey, how about you go through the proper channels in order to get all of Pasandi Stoneworks assets, yeah. mm. uh, and he um, uh, and uh, he comes by and he's just like, uh, Gazer, I uh, actually want to apologize. I can't apologize directly to Adelar, so I guess you're the you're his best friend. So, um, yeah, there was there was a lot of fucked up stuff in Pasandi Bros' place. I'm actually glad I didn't take it right away. You. Adelaide was a good man. He had good instincts, and he always kept a kept a level head. You be wise to to learn from this. But thank you. He would he would respect you owning up to that. He uh, sort of just nods. His his, uh, his massive beard is in very nice braids. Oh. Uh, and uh, everyone just sort of like uh, stands around the stands around the, the funeral pyre. Uh, Morda's just like, eh, can I do it? Like like light the pyre. Oh, do the whole thing. I suppose. Great. That would be appropriate. Um, and I guess it's uh, so kind of you to offer your services freely. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, she is. Praise so for us. Yeah, you could send invoices to Pippin's off. Who? Dorbit. All right. <laughs> and then uh, Elk, Benson, and Kezra will uh, bring out Adelar's body. Mm-hmm. So you bring out his body and you put it on the funeral pyre. Uh, and uh, Morda begins um, reciting the uh, funeral rites that are in many different languages, actually. Um, she has to know many languages in order to do it right. Uh, Makes sense. 
And at the end of it, she says, Where he goes in the afterlife is up to the Lady of Graves. Her judgment is fair. Her judgment is righteous. Her judgment is unerring. But I believe that Adelar earned his place. I feel that Axis will enjoy him there. Whatever role he takes in that realm. But he will travel a long and great distance, seemingly timeless in the River of Souls. And I'm sure even there, he will be helping people to the afterlife. There he is now. And that's when all hell breaks loose. <laughs> Silent Hill, no! <laughs> the bard in the back starts playing the reins of Castamere. <laughs> Shit. Bunch of priests of Abadar just jump us. <laughs> the monks of Abadar. <laughs> monks of Abadarian assassins. <laughs> all of a sudden, a gold little, like, uh, blow dart t- gun. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff to put invoices in their pockets. Hurry. <laughs> Just give you what to bills. Just a bunch of lawyers. Like, what the hell? <laughs> you've been served. You've been served. You've been served. <laughs> What's your name? You've been served. And she motions to Kezra for you to light the pyre. So Kezra holding the, he holds the torch and he reaches into his pocket as he approaches the pyre. And he had stopped at the bank before leaving. And he had asked for two... Uh, newly minted gold coins never touched perfect gold coins he places them on Adelar's eyes perfect coins for the vault and he lights the fire and as the flame overtakes the uh, pyre and then eventually uh, Adelar um, there's, there's a few people that it's just it's very, very, uh, very uh, morose uh, feeling in this entire area, um, and you know, some 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 people uh, sort of knew Aleph, but not really. And then when you know, when it comes out that that's Adelar's father, he also held someone hostage. They're kind of like, oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. So they might give him like a nod or something, but they don't use the they don't usually uh, or they don't give the usual. Sorry for your loss, sorry for your loss, kind of thing. Um, and eventually, uh, people leave. They sort of mill about. Um, some of them talk about some of Adler's conquests. They talk about how they remind him of another hero. You know, they start making connections and stuff like that. Um, and things eventually calm down, and it's just... Yeah, as the, as the like fires are, are going, maybe dying down, Kedra has just been staring into it. And uh, I imagine he's next to Benson and Elk. And he just goes, I don't think I've ever told you about how Adelar and I actually began our quest together. How a man like him and I struck up an agreement why he would waste his time with me. I was in, I was in a market one morning in Gorian. It was the, the morning after he had bailed me out of jail again. He found me just in time to catch me stealing, as I usually did, 
chided me for a bit, but didn't do anything beyond mm-hmm. that. I didn't have anything to do until the taverns opened up, so I let him walk with me for a while. And he would just go on about Habitar and the city and boring projects the church would finance. I wouldn't listen much. He <laughs> he liked to talk about those things. He did enjoy the city. Finally, I I asked him, "What what are you what are you doing hanging around me? You've bailed me out of jail three times now. Once for breaking a man's jaw, another for theft." No, no. I asked him, "What kind of priest hangs out with scum like me?" And he smiled, and he asked me, what, what was the first time he bailed me out of jail for? I had to think back, and I remembered it was... I had saved a waitress and her child from a, a bunch of thugs. And I got my ass beat real bad, and the guards arrested all of us in the process. The next morning, there he was, posting my bail. I'd seen him before in taverns and around town, but I didn't know him. But he acted like he knew me. You know me, I barely thanked him. I asked him if he had any money, to which he handed me a silver. And I asked him why he bailed me out. And he told me it wasn't justice that I'd be locked in there. That was the first time he did bail me out, and... Okay, fine. So I asked him... So you found a lowlife who accidentally did something nice for a stranger. What makes you think that I'm worthy of... Wasting your time on. My life is chaos, and you don't want any part of it. Then he said something that until now I have not fully appreciated. He told me... He told me all my life I have been unspectacular. All that I have is thanks to Abadar, and everything I have he can take from me. And he looked at me. He said, you, however, are spectacular, if not misguided. You have incredible potential in you. And unlike much of my priesthood, I don't see chaos and order as inherently at odds. There is always a balance, he said. I don't see you as a lowlife, he said to me. I see you as an investment with great potential, and we could do great things together. And maybe if we stuck together, I would end up with I would end up with a friend. I don't feel I ever brought honor to his investment in me. I could never set my pride aside. I could never take anything seriously. And now he's gone. In his letter, he told me to take care and to be careful with my past. I feel like I owe him, Benson. Elk. I feel like... All of this has to have meaning, and he has to be right. I failed him many times, right down to my very last moments with him. I can't, I can't fail him again. I must bring him honor. I must give him returns. I don't know what that looks like. But for now, I need you too. And we need to get justice for his murder. Not just that man we, we executed. We need to find out where he came from. And what's behind all of this. For Adelar. 
Well, you don't have to convince me of that. No. But... Mm, sorry, you go. Um, I suppose I will say one final thing. Spenson pulls out a couple glasses, sets them down, pours a drink out for everybody. Anilar told me that he left a very cushy, soft life to come out here to do this. I don't think he was looking for glory or riches, but I commend him for that decision because a man who lives a life of comfort will never leave a name worth remembering, and I'm going to remember his name forever. So, and he holds up the glass, Abadar. Adelar. <laughs> to Abadar. Adelar. Oh, to Abadar's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's what he would have wanted. <laughs> you praised him. But, yeah, I'm like, Elk picks up the glass, you know, and they're kind of like toast each time. And, you know, it's, well, it's odd. The first time that I met him, he was rather, I don't know, not the type of person I would hang with, you know. It's, I'm consort with many types but I found him a bit a bit stifling as we encountered that one fateful night, Benson <laughs> where he chided us but he did take time out of his life uh, to teach me things and as much as he wasn't most physically strong, he kept us alive and that would keep him his memory going while his body may be gone and the spirit on the other side we can only keep moving uh, was the scarlet triad right? Yeah. yes yep. I want to kill more of them very badly <laughs> here, here. same here for now, for tonight I'm gonna go get drunk you know what? I think I'm going to join you. I think I'm going to do the same. I'm going to get drunk, and I'm going to find out. Find Jerry. <laughs> Sounds like, seems like a man who knows how to celebrate. It's a dangerous proposition. Kessler wakes up in a pile of bodies. <laughs> what happened? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure all these bodies got stabbed. Uh, something. <laughs> Jerry goes, uh, we're not in open throuple. Oh, damn it! <laughs> Well, then I'll go find one that is your loss. <laughs> oh, yes, in Breach Hill. Kesra, go Kesra, find by the time Kesra even got to Jerry, he already didn't have pants on. <laughs> <laughs> I hear uh, there's one uh, in town over. His name's Barry. <laughs> my cousin Barry. His wife Barry oh and his God. husband Barry. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, funeral uh, uh, procession dies down. Uh, everyone sort of go, go, goes back. Uh, some people go and go drinking with you guys. Uh, I'll say, sorry, um, that Vimir is probably, he does appear, but he follows, what's her face? Uh, what's her face? What was it? The Winona Ryder. That's all I know her. Oh, uh, Morda. Yeah, she Morda. kind of goes back to the, like, the House of Phrasma, basically, and hmm. just kind of chills around in that location. <laughs> there's not a house for us. Well, okay. Well, you said the mortuary, the mortuary is yeah, essentially the, mortuary, the yes. temple over there. Yep. But he, it basically 
kind of travels around that location and kind yep. of roosts there. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess uh, in the morning, Kezra drags himself back to the citadel he doesn't know where anybody else is um but yeah he, he's gonna look he's gonna look out for uh grimshaw look around for him and, oh, and where might he be in the uh, dungeons with jerry <laughs> <laughs> jerry lied he was actually grimshaw was in the room <laughs> uh, we're not Sorry, we for already him. found a four <laughs> i met this very lovely man in town <laughs> uh, wait a minute was, that was, glow you met Jerry. <laughs> His voice was so husky. I know that smell anywhere. <laughs> so uh, you kind of you're searching the grounds in like the the daylight, and uh, you don't really see him. <laughs> and it's only until uh, the last place you would think to look, um, you find him back in the cell block hmm. and um he's uh he it looks like he kind of like pulled pulled a chair not a yeah he pulled a chair in here and he's just kind of sitting in like uh deep contemplation his morning star emanating that purpley <laughs> the sound who apparently are you, who are you talking to Tim? <laughs> This is a different computer. I forgot to mute Discord here. <laughs> that's oh a, that's the sound of the morning star uh, glowing. <laughs> <laughs> Quit Discord. There we go. Uh, <laughs> you see him in the cell block. You know he's sitting on, you know, the wooden chair. The morning star propped up against it, emanating that that purpley, low light hue. Um, and he's just deep in contemplation. Uh, and when you open up the the door to it, you know, there's a window right next in that room and the light uh, kind of breaks into the room and he, he, he like squints a little bit. Um, and he's like, I'm sorry, were you looking for me? Yes. It's time to take care of business. You see Kazra, he, he doesn't have pants on. He has a tablecloth wrapped around his waist. <laughs> That's better I, than nothing. Uh, it's a little odd, but... I see we all deal with grief in different ways. Yours is a unique one. Yes. I'll find pants later. I, I've run out. I need to buy more. <laughs> he, he has one pair of pants. Just one. <laughs> well, I've lost my pants many times. <laughs> so right now he's got a tablecloth. Hazel, can you, cr- can you craft me pants? <laughs> you make me pants. I'll chemical pants. <laughs> I'd, like to be, I'd like to begin catching up on what you know about the Scarlet Triad. Oh, oh yes, the Scarlet Triad. I actually got some information from Hubert before his judgment. I, uh, I'm very good at in- extracting information when information is meant to be concealed. Have you heard of the name Lazlin? Yes, we we've run, run across her name in some notes from the from the enemies we've slain. Well, I guess maybe perhaps we should get the others before I go into any detail. Yes, uh, I'm sure they're around here somewhere. We're gonna try to find you guys. Yeah, yeah you guys, easy yeah. to find. Yeah, I'm where I'm in my room. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Elk's like lounging on the that top platform again. Uh, okay. So Grimshaw knocks on the door to your room. Excuse me, do you have pants on? 
Yes. Okay. It's a very strange question. <laughs> I'm sorry, my first... Why would you open a conversation like that? <laughs> my first interaction with your group is, is pantsless. Oh, that was Kezra. <laughs> that's it. Kezra woke you up. Got it. Well, that's... <laughs> like, wait, that tracks. <laughs> I, uh... I got some information from Hubick before you uh, executed <laughs> judgment on him. Uh, <laughs> Why some stuff. <laughs> Executed. It's ha ha. It's a judgment. Plan words. <laughs> um, and then so we go find Elk as well, and we just maybe settle in one of the. Maybe there's an area where we can lounge a little bit. Um, Probably got a couple hammocks in the yard. Just chill. Yeah. yeah uh, I mean, just, might as well. I can, uh, I can use survival and uh, uh, makes, anything, but outside, it's a it's a pretty bright day. Oh yeah. Uh, sorry, that was insensitive of me. Yes, it was. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> totally understandable. <laughs> I did the, I completely where I was like, oh, why is he? Oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we com- we combine combine our knowledges. The Scarlet yeah. Triad. Yeah, I um I've been I've been tracking the Scarlet Triad for some time now. They uh they conscripted someone who's very close to me, and I intend to I intend to free him. I uh I got the name Lazlin out of him. And he gave me a location, uh, a new lead. Um, I have it here in my notebook. It's, uh, here we go. <clears throat> nope, nope. All right, I have a lot of notes. <laughs> I've been tracking them for literally a long time. It's a knoll. This Lazlin is a knoll. I didn't know that. So we have a profile to look for, at least an ancestry to keep tabs on. Uh, they've been invested in us at his ring, and... Uh, said that they were doing business out of Sunset Imports. At least that was the last time they were doing business. But that doesn't mean that they're doing business there anymore. But as we all know, these things leave a paper trail that can be followed. That's what brought me to you all. Uh, I found out in town that you you were the ones that took care of Vaz. Vaz was my original target before uh, she was taken out. So it seems that um, our purpose is aligned. Are you aware of what this Elsetta's ring is? I have no idea about it. Yeah, you would have no idea. At, at all. Mm. <laughs> at all. It's a tasty, to, chewy peach ring. <laughs> to get you caught up on the... amazing. <laughs> to get you caught up on the gravity of the, the dangers and their knowledge of the Elsetta's ring. It is a... It's, it's ben, it is beneath this citadel, several floors down, and it holds several gateways portals to other parts of the world each portal requires a key to which we have two of them the first one we went through took us to the Mwangi expanse to the city of Akravel we were tracking the Cinderclaw cult a cult set on reviving Dahak the destroyer we, th- we thwarted their efforts in the jungle liberated the the Ikuje elves liberated you say Yes, they were. <laughs> they were trapped in their city. It's a shame you probably would have enjoyed this mission. <laughs> uh, a shame our Lord didn't die sooner. <laughs> yeah, I know I could have come along your adventure much sooner. <laughs> were, yeah, I was just in, that was the Milwaukee last week. <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing. To I liberate. was just there. <laughs> I just came across all these 
destroyed dragon pillars. <laughs> There's nothing to liberate, so I left. You guys really did a number on them. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, we destroyed the, the, the cult, and we found that the Scarlet Triad was working with them, giving them orders to to uh, find this ring. And Well, they had got here. They had gotten here. That's how we tracked them backwards through the through the ring itself. While we were there, we did find another key. So we have not opened that portal yet, portal yet, but there's no telling where it could go. I think we need to... I think we should pull the string. What was it, Kentargo? Where the... Where he told us to go? Yep. So uh, he said the... That's where uh, the last yep, was. So, yeah, the, at a place called Sunset Imports in Kentargo. Yeah. I think we Where's should... Where's the next key go? Well, Elk has it. He'll probably kill people with it. <laughs> <laughs> it goes as, in your chest. As he's been doing. Um, yeah, and I get... Uh, but yeah, I think we should make preparations to head that, to head that way. Ironic. Find ironic that it all leads back to Contargo. That's, um... That's where I, where I was based out of. Who would have thought that something would have been under our noses the whole time? I guess that's just how they are. Why trust me with all this knowledge? I barely know you all. You're a Yet you're telling me of legendary artifacts, keys to other worlds. Give me the name of your order again. The Scarlet Briar. You're a knight of the Scarlet Briar. Why would I distrust you? (laughs) I see you recognize my order. And he flashes his shield. As you recognize me. Game recognizes game. Yeah. <laughs> Chad recognizes Chad. We do a fist bump, but the, we're so powerful, it just uh, there's like a mushroom cloud. You're just clung your shields together. <laughs> um, yes, that is that is one of the reasons why I um I did I, I saw you all as allies instead of foes when I broke into the into that shop. I saw the cloak. Recognize the symbol of Iomade. As you know, Malani and Iomade are sisters, so that makes us brothers in arms. True enough. Well, behind you two big sons of bitches. <laughs> I'm You're playing. huge. Yeah. I was about to say, uh, Catherine here. <laughs> behind, your, behind your walls of armor and shields, I, I plan on roasting these. Scarlet Triad until dust. Your command of that lightning was quite impressive. You haven't seen anything yet. And I demand. And I know, just. And I will take their hearts for each one. Should we prepare for. for tomorrow? I think we should prepare for war. Very well. Uh, you guys. Uh, so you guys rest uh, in the night. Um, everything. It's daytime. Uh, well, yeah, we. Yeah, but we that. drank a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I was. I was gonna fast forward until the next day. Ah, so ah, we, get, we get our provisions. We buy things, and we need potions. Yeah, uh, we need to I imagine we should probably yeah. spend some gold on healing potions. Yeah, and also <laughs> maybe because we maybe. don't have the yeah. bulk healing that we used to. Yeah, <laughs> so I say everybody use some gold hey, on some healing got, potions. He's got sixty points of healing. I've got sixty points of healing. Yeah, that'll keep us alive forever. <laughs> yeah, forever. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, and like that's when yeah because I want to uh, speak to Kazra because I got this formula you know gotta definitely get that yes. crafting um, oh yeah yeah so that was uh, that'd be four days 
Yeah. Um, I think it'd be fine to wait uh, four days. Okay. Right, uh, yeah. Just because it would make you much more lethal. I've also got <laughs> yeah. some retreat. Yeah, for that and on the wounding rune on my right. blade. Okay. All right. So, uh, so, so Grimshaw, uh, as you guys got kind of discussing like your plans for like the next week. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I've been inspecting the grounds. This castle has a lot of points of vulnerabilities. If this, if what you say is true, and there is a artifact of immense power here, and the Scarlet Triad knows that this is here, they will be coming for us at some point. I don't know how they would know that. I straight up told the guy we just killed, and that's it. <laughs> they have eyes and ears everywhere. You're a fool to think you are safe. So. Needlessly aggressive, but okay. <laughs> That's kind of my whole deal. Stop being <laughs> stupid, Benson. <laughs> He's called you stupid. Uh, all right, so you guys want to wait the four? So four days for downtime for your enchantments, Elk. Yes. Um, well. What about like getting the battlements ready? I mean, I know you guys had all these little cute re- little pet projects you wanted to do, but maybe we yeah, could bump up I, the, yeah. Most of those are are, are going to be longer, and we can discuss that next time. So yeah, and um, retraining. Um, yeah, I've got a couple things. You're, yeah, also so. gonna be hi- you're also going to be hiring artisans to do those things. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. The battlements. Yeah, ben, and Benson and I both had some retraining. He had two things that he wanted to craft. So I'd say at least at least eight days. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that works because you know then we can buy everything and mm-hmm. get yep. all that squared away. Yeah, because because um, for gear, I guess I'll request stuff as well. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sure. Um, we can do all that offline. Yeah. Or two or like t- let's just call it two two weeks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Uh, so the uh, two weeks go by. Uh, you can you, you guys do some uh, some downtime training and everything mm-hmm. like that. So we can figure all of it off off air. So during the two week break. I think Grimshaw wants to send a letter to, to, to Santa. <laughs> to Santa, of course, but also to the Scarlet Briar, just to you know, it's a long ways away. Like Kentargo is not close. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah. So it, instead of trekking his way all the way out there and chasing a lead that might be dead, um, he's going to send a letter out to his uh, his order that is already operating out there. Um, to see if uh, they want him to, uh, to go on out there and help them. So his letter's going to go something like, you know, most distinguished, uh, you know, order of the Scarlet Dry- uh, Scarlet Briar. Ironically, like, so close to the name of the Scarlet Triad. <laughs> yeah. in, in hindsight, not the best, but also kind of ironic. Scarlet Triad, maybe it was Crimson Briar. I don't remember. Oh, maybe it was the Crimson Briar. <laughs> I Whatever. The Scarlet and or Crimson Briar. <laughs> to whom it may concern. Like, <laughs> you don't know the name of your own order? I've been on the road a long Shade time. Shade of Red Briar. <laughs> Shade of Red Briar. Uh, I, have c- I have come across uh, some information uh, regarding the Scarlet Triad. It appears that uh, a certain figure by the name of Lazlin uh, has been operating out of this place called Sunset Imports. The person I was previously uh, tracking name guy he, that we beat up uh, Hugh, that guy you beat the shit out of yeah. uh, Hubert Throp Huber, the person I was tasked for tracking Hubert Throp, Throp uh, said he was going to meet up with Laslin in Contargo at this place so uh, yeah did you want me to come on back uh, I asked this uh, because I have come across a group in my travels that has possession of an ancient artifact of incredible power I'll set his ring 
We have only heard about it in tales, and probably only the most distinguished scholars among us have even heard about it. But it has the power to transport individuals across Galarian. It seems that the Scarlet Triad was interested in taking over this device in order to use it for their exploits. Uh, we know very well about their dealings, and I think they saw this as an opportunity to further expand their empire. What would you recommend I do? I patiently await your response. Yours truly, Grimshaw, of the Crimson slash Scarlet slash Shade of Red. <laughs> Briar. Together, <laughs> man. Uh, in the coming days, you get a... Wait, a, do I have, don't I have to go to the rookery first? Go to the rookery? Yeah, to send the message. Oh, I mean, yeah. By bird. Uh, okay, so you go to the rookery. You attach the paragraphs of letters that you, ah. just, <laughs> you just What's the bird's name that will be taking the message? Barry. Aw. Barry, Barry the, the raven. Barry the bird. Barry the raven. <laughs> I, I, should, I should have named him a, a famous raven's lawyer. Um, <laughs> um, Barry, you, you be a good bird and deliver this. It's very important. Ah. <laughs> All right. Are you sure this bird is up to this test? This is of the utmost important. I the, stare at the, the rookery owner. The the bird and and the rookery uh, owner salute you. <laughs> that is our best bird. <laughs> There's a best bird. He'll get it there. I promise. I paid. I'm paying top gold for this. <laughs> yeah, the whole platinum piece. You better take a platinum piece out of your inventory right now. Platinum. <laughs> <laughs> whole platinum piece. Whole platinum piece for that baby. Man. Uh, you get get your uh, your letter onto the bird. That's the last time I try to do flavor with you. <laughs> it's, it's too costly. <laughs> and the bird shoots off into the sky like a like a rocket. <laughs> Didn't expect that bird to go that fast, but there he is. It's a mighty fine bird. <laughs> it's a mighty fine bird. Um, all right, and uh, within uh, within these uh, within this downtime, you do get a letter back. Impatiently, uh, I just go back to the rookery every day, <laughs> and that guy every day is just like, "No, we, the bird's not even there yet." <laughs> so far, <laughs> but I saw how fast it left. <laughs> Uh, and uh, eventually you do go and they do have a response okay uh, you and you uh, take the letter and you op- you unfurl it um, and it says no stay out right now investigate that Alceta's ring whatever they want we need to know how powerful this thing is whoa alright uh, so with that in mind he, uh, he contemplates uh, as he's going back from Breach Hill back to the Citadel and, um, you know, he's kind of new to this group, but, um, you know, he was respectfully at the funeral for Adelar, and he kind of watched as, you know, everyone uh, paid their respects, and he noticed that Kezra seemed to have uh, a pretty good relationship with Adelar. So Grimshaw's kind of reasoning he would be the one who is most wanting to enact revenge on the scarlet triad he doesn't he hasn't quite gotten a read on benson and elkwood elkwood keeping to himself benson being a paladin you know knows that he will go with whatever is the most right course of action in line with his god's goddess's tenants so he goes to kezra who he thinks is probably the most firecracker of the loose ends where does grimshaw find kezra 
he would find Kezra in the lab. He's uh, been doing lots of crafting during this downtime, and uh, it requires attention. Hazel's probably there, giving me some aid checks, learning learning some of some of my stuff. <laughs> both of you have those giant, goofy alchemist goggles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. When he walks in, you're both turn. <laughs> <laughs> I give a, I give a soft knock on the door so I don't want to startle you guys in case you have any reagents that would spill over and destroy things. So I just give a little. Come on in, watch your step. I don't keep I don't keep a clean lab. Yeah, yeah, I see that. <laughs> Broken glass up with the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll clean that up eventually. <laughs> Can't you get some of your. Some of your followers to clean it up? Pippin's off, was it? They're not allowed in here. Not after last time. Oh. I won't ask. Anyways. <laughs> I, uh... Unbeknownst to you all, I... Maybe I told you. I don't remember. <laughs> I sent a raven to see if we should investigate in Contargo to see if the lead is still hot. As you know, the... Crimson Scarlet Red Shade uh, Briar, my order of knights that I can't remember the name of. <laughs> At this point, it's a joke now. It's a thing. It's a bit. <laughs> you'll, you'll remember tomorrow and be like, that's what the name that's is. That's what it was. <laughs> I sent word to them to see if we should follow up there. It seemed like the clearest course of action to get more intel on the Scarlet Triad and enact revenge for all the atrocities they've committed to me, my family, and now to your group. They got back to me. A very fast raven by the name of Barry delivered the message. God bless that bird. <laughs> I got word that I should stay here and investigate Alcetta's ring, and they'll investigate Contargo and provide us updates as needed. Would that be amenable to you? I know how much Adelar meant to you, so I don't know if, if your heart is set on going to Contargo. No, I think it's good to hear that the, your order is on that. I'm going to pull that thread in Cantargo, but I think, I think their thinking is sound in that the, the ring is something we should stay close to and investigate, especially since they do seem to want, this, want access to it. So, yes, I, I think once we're all settled here, we can lead you downstairs and we'll show, you the, we'll show it to you. Excellent. Yeah, I have. Sometimes Milani gives me premonitions, and I feel as if this ring, whatever, whatever lies in the other side, well, our paths will cross with the Scarlet Triad before too long. They're very ev- elusive, evasive, always changing their hideouts, always changing their roots. So if we can intercept them when they least expect it, that would be ideal. Yes, I don't know how much we told you about it, but the, the first portal we went through took us to the Mwangi. So, this key that will open the next door, we have no way of knowing where it's going to take us, so just be prepared for anything. I've always wanted to travel the world. Being a, a paladin of Melania's has given me that opportunity. I've come a long way, and I'm excited to see how far we'll go. Alright, well, I'll let the group know. Excellent. All right. As you were. You should probably find out what your your order's called. Maybe they wrote it on the letter. <laughs> <laughs> just a thought. Just a thought. I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Close the door. <laughs> Guess who takes the letter and it, and it's all in like a like a, a cryptic message. He's like, I can't read this either. <laughs> 
Studios. <laughs> I do want to get... I will say... Oh, God. Hold on. Oh, my God. Guess what? Skill training... I now have athletic athletics. Wow. Because so, wow. I was like... An athletic ranger. <laughs> athletic? He went, yeah. he, went swim, he went swimming at the YMCA. Yeah, no. <laughs> so guess what my athletics is now? Plus 14. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. nice. Okay. Hold on, let me check mine. He's nice. A, he's a strong... Plus 555. <laughs> no. no, he just... Oh, I can't see my sheet. Yeah, no. Like, he just comes back because, you know, like, he's hunting in the woods, comes back, and he just takes off his... Like armor, he's so Ripped. toned. He's just toned, <laughs> cut. <laughs> he cut like Bruce Lee. Yeah, he's essentially. Yeah, I mean, like he's not built like a bodybuilder. But yeah, he's yeah. Cut. He's covered in baby oil. Yeah, <laughs> Channing Tatum's there. He's this like, is my personal trainer, Channing Tatum. I use acrobatics. We start dancing. <laughs> Showing off his thigh gap. <laughs> tanning, tanning in the execution hall, in, the, in, in the execution uh, courtyard. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hazel, get a fire going. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's get to you guys approaching the next gate. Mm-hmm. So, do you remember? Do you remember which one I said it went to? The Dream Des- Gate. Desmos. Yep. What you call the Dream Gate? The Dream Gate is exactly what it's called. Here. <laughs> That's right. Butterflies, stars, and images sacred to Desna adorn this final Ayadara. Uh, so this is uh, going clockwise. It's, gotcha. It's I was about to say, I think there's more. <laughs> <laughs> there's more than that, Jay. Come on. Um, so uh, you remember the last one? Uh, it was scorched uh, because of the hawk. Uh, if you remember, I don't know if you remember this far back, but when the uh, when the Tarmacaw came through, a giant explosion of mm-hmm. fire came through chasing oh, them. That's right. Uh, so this one is clean. This one is clean and immaculate. Gross. Um, so. Uh, as you walk up, um, the star knife begins to sort of glow and tremble in your hand. Uh-huh. And how, how, how do you want to open it? Let me ask that. What, what, what's, your, what's your first attempt? What, what do you try to do? Uh, it was Thievory or Arcana, right? Uh, open sesame. <laughs> you actually don't. Need to, you actually don't need to do any, anything like that. Well, I've done all I can do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the the uh, the the one that you went to the first time, uh, which was the the Hunter Gate. Yes. Uh, that that one was specifically broken. Yeah, I needed to, to fix oh, it. Oh, and this one, so this one, just, this one's fine. So you just slice through and boom, it opens. So pretty cool. The way that you do it is you stick the uh, you stick the star knife into it, uh, so like upright, yeah. and then you twist it open, and a uh, opaque portal door emerges from the from, from from the motion of you turning the star knife like a key mm-hmm. and it opens and there's a sort of calming hum coming from the other side who goes in first I guess I'll go in first. You're right. taking yeah, your time. Yeah, going first. <laughs> oh, I'm going in first. <laughs> oh, great. We have two knights going to be <laughs> no, 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 I want to get first. Dick measuring. <laughs> Every single door is going to be five foot wide now. You, you <laughs> see um, Grimshaw's robes, they burn. Uh, they start, the, the, the flames that are like embroidered on the robes start to dance. Um, and he moves with incredible speed and rushes in. Do you just haste yourself? Nah, man. I I once <laughs> one. I think it's like once per day. I can activate this robe, and I get a plus thirty to my movement speed. Holy shit! 
Where the fuck has this been, Jake? <laughs> Building new characters, man. Yeah. <laughs> I've been slow as shit for like a year. It's all right. The book told me not to give it to you. So I didn't. <laughs> like, don't give right this here. to any champions of IOBA. <laughs> Especially if they have Don't give this to somebody whose name is John. Fuck that guy. a single guy in full play, keep this from him. Yeah. Okay, uh, so he fucking runs in and he dies instantly, clearly. Yeah. So. I'm going to activate the map called Dreamgate Way Station. Oh, shit. Oh. Let me know when you guys can see it. I can see it. Uh, all of your tokens should be in there. Uh, oh. Okay, I did pull Vimir in here, but yeah. uh, that's yeah, completely up to you if you use it. No, yeah, no. He is, he's yeah, did, you shouldn't have brought him in. Just take yeah, him. I know. Him. I I'll, 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 I'll delete him. Don't worry about it. Stay home for me. <laughs> this room. All right, are you guys in yet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This room is decorated with tiny glowing points of light in the scratched carving of butterflies. A short dais at one end between two hallways are del- uh, upon a short dais at one end between two hallways are delicate bare feet apparently carved with stone. Chunks of scattered stone around the dais hint at the fate of the rest of the statue. Nailed to the wall above the dais is the preserved corpse of a hideously ugly gray-skinned horned woman. The wall behind her once bore a written message in flowing script, but it's been scratched out and replaced by a new phrase. What? <laughs> uh, what does it say? Yeah, language. Uh, who speaks Elvish? I do. Oh. oh. No. <laughs> Remembering back to you know, uh, Adelar, Adelar's lessons. When Adelar died, I forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> so... What was scratched out, you read that first, because that looks like it was intended to be there, is Praise Desna for Sweet Dreams. Oh. Written instead in Below It, who who speaks... Wait, give me, give me some of your languages. Hold on. I don't have access to my character sheet right now. Dominant Draconic. What do you, what do you speak there, Grimshaw? I speak Shadow Tongue. That's cool. Um, I went to school. That's not correct, though. Yeah. Common, and I have one unchosen language. Whoops, I forgot about that. Oh, how about you choose that right now? We'll see if you came well enough. Ooh. Um, For some reason, I'm guessing. I know one. that there are there are ones that are like. Uh, let me. Let me. The choo- only weird uh, language I know is Celestial. Yeah, let me choose from the list that like I typically have access to. It's not Celestial, by the way. Damn. <laughs> As you might have guessed. Yeah. I got. Um, I will choose Necril. Necril. Ooh, that's not correct. Okay. <sighs> I got uh, Common, Elven, Goblin, Orcish, <gasps> and uh, Mwangi. Now. Mwangi. Wait a second. You said this is something written? It is. Oh. Comprehend languages? Uh, n- noticing that um, no one seems to be able to read it, Grimshaw um, pulls from a pouch... Um, kind of uh, on the side is some spectacles. These folding wood frame spectacles hold flat discs of cut crystal as lenses and are held in place with thin cords that wrap around each ear with another strap holding them around the neck while not in use. So they're around my neck. While you're wearing the spectacles, you gain a plus one item bonus to checks to decipher writing. And once per day, I gain the offense the effects of a second level comprehend languages for one hour. Oh. Except that it applies to all languages you see rather than a single language. Ah. But it does not apply to languages heard. Okay. So well, I put these on. This is written. So. And what does it say? Praise to Albestia for succulent nightmares. This place could be awesome. 
That, that sounds like the opposite. Sounds like the opposite of Desna. Yeah. Sounds like the opposite of Desna. Just a bit. Uh, I would like you guys to roll some checks here. So if you want, you can roll um, religion on the room itself uh, with the uh, uh, with the ruined statue and blah, blah, blah. Uh, so I'm going to roll about our best r- Religion check. It's a very easy check. Oh. I don't know if you... <laughs> 34. Oh. Okay. Um, plus... I'm trained. Uh, 27. Uh, critical success for Benson, critical success for you. What'd you get? Uh, so we're just rolling untrained? Uh, I mean, if you want to, yeah. It's a, it's a very low roll, so. I got three. <laughs> I got uh, a rock. Well, that is not good enough. Um, I got 19. Now you oh. actually succeed. Damn. So you... Your knowledge uh, is enough to note that this is a ruined room and thus a ruined statue that was once devoted to Desna. So you see that this is a uh, defiled room that was once for Desna. The corpse that is laying there, it is uh, humanoidish. It looks to have been dead for a long time, is just sort of like dust and you know stuff is settled on it. Except its old leathery flesh is well preserved despite that. So imagine a corpse that looks almost fresh, but you can tell it's been there because of just like the dust and things on it. If you would like to roll me another religion check or society to recall knowledge to understand what this thing is, <laughs> thirty-four again. Bad dice. 18. Nope. Um, it's uh, 25. Not a great roll. Uh, one off. Oh, damn. <laughs> 18. 18. Uh, nope. Uh, you, uh, Grimshaw, you're the only one who knows. Uh, you identify this to be the corpse of a night hag. Oh, oh, oh shit. Of course. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> By the gods. Oh, no. I'll tell this you that bad. you're looking at it, and it, there is no evidence of how she died. Well, well, I don't have like, medicine, so I wouldn't even know. No wounds, though. Like no nothing, wounds. but you said she's like pinned to the wall, right? Like, uh, wasn't that how you described it? Like she was attached to the wall somehow. Yeah, it's just that the it, it that's clearly not what killed her. Yeah, yeah, I get saying. that. Yeah. But like, she's just hanging there. Basically. Yep. The only thing next to the body is this fuzzy tube TV and this tape that says if you watch it, you die in three days. <laughs> Damn it! In her, in her hand, you don't find a remote, but you do find what seems to be a really cool looking ring. Ooh. The ring with many, many tiny, tiny scrolled text on it. Oh, it's text magic. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's magic. Is there? Is that the only source of magic? Um. Yep. Seems to be the seems to be the only, uh, the only the only source. There, there, there is. I'll I'll, t- I'll tell you that there is a there's a neat looking gem uh, on on a silver chain. Um, but it looks valuable. It doesn't look to be magical though. Kazra approaches it to rip them off. Yeah, it doesn't ping magic. Um, like this thing's dead. I'm not scared of it. Yep. Uh, all right, you pull the ring off. Nothing happens. Uh, you can take the necklace off just fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, her head kind of rolls around. You hear the bones go. Uh, what do you What do you want to identify first, bud? Um, oh, oh, I'll roll Arcana on the ring. I'll do the same. Ugh, not great. Twenty. Twenty. Uh, no. Occultism. Maybe. You know what? You can. What? <gasps> Yay! Alright. Thanks, am I. Uh, hey, Jake. It's not letting me pull up my character sheet for some reason. Oh. Um. Uh, I need to see what actually my plus the, uh, that is. 
But when, when, what do you want to find there, Jono? My character sheet. No, no, I, uh, what, uh, I, I have it up here. What, what do you it's want an to... encounter. Oh, what is my arcana? Uh, oh, your arcana. Let me get a Probably not great, but I just rolled 90-19, so. Uh, and that's, you have plus 11 on your arcana. Oh, right? shit. So. So. I got 30. Third, I got 32. Wow. <laughs> both got a 30. We got 20 and they got 30. Oh, look at that. Uh, so this is a ring of... This is called a ring of lies. I want this ring. <laughs> you don't know what it is yet. We don't know you. <laughs> I'm just gonna lie. I'm just gonna lie. Ask me no like, <laughs> I think this ring could be really good for me. This is a. Uh, are you ready for this? One? Yeah. yeah. Item level ten. Oh, oh my god. Okay. Like I'll give you the price tag here in a second. 850 gold pieces worth. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. This plain silver ring has an almost oily sheen to it. Mm. While wearing the ring, you while wearing the ring, you get a plus 2 item bonus to deception checks. Oh, it's so good. In addition, <gasps> two action interact once per day. Snapping your fingers on the on the hand that wears the ring causes the ring to cast glibness on you with no visual manifestations of a spell being cast. Whoa. Uh, glibness. What's do a- you know what glibness is? No. Do you know? I do not. Do you know? Uh, glibness is a fourth level spell. Uh, uh, falsehoods that pass your lips as smoothly as silk. You gain a plus four status bonus to deception checks to lie against per- and against perception checks to discern if you are telling the truth. Well... And you add your level even if you're untrained. If the plausibility of your lies prompts a circumstance penalty or, D- or DC increase, reduce that penalty or increase by half. This is like the most crazy rogue item ever. Yes. yes. Yeah. That's an insane rogue item. That's a 10 minute. Lo- that spell lasts 10 minutes. Too. Wow. It's a fourth level spell. Uh, In my wow. line of work, this is very useful. You still don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what this is, Benson. I got, a, I put I, I got a 33 to, uh, <laughs> to, to lie. I snap my fingers and I use glibness. Um, dang. Uh, I got 29 on the on the, uh, the the gem. The gem. The gem. So, um... I know what this is. Yeah. Uh, you, I guess what? I think this is like a... I can't remember the exact name, but it's like a Night Hag's like crystal or Heart something. Heartstone. Heartstone. It can like store sell, uh, souls in it and stuff like that. This heartstone. <laughs> I know a lot about night hags for unrelated things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this gemstone grants us, uh, so it's not magical anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so the magic seems to have disappeared. Yeah. But I will give you it just because uh, it was very, you, you know, anyway. This gemstone grants us where a plus two item bonus saving throws. Each heartstone is powered by the specific. Powered by the spirit of a specific night hag. Yep. If it's separated from her for 24 hours, or she's been dead 24 hours, it, it becomes a non-magical gemstone. You think you realize why it doesn't have any magic anymore. Uh, a heartstone allows the hag to use additional occult inane spells. The spells are so good. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll just... Uh, ethereal jaunt, oh bind soul at will, shadow <laughs> blast twice per day. Oh There's a one-action command required, requiring you to be touching the heartstone. The heartstone attempts to counteract one disease affecting you. A counteract level 5 with a counteract modifier of plus 18. Yeah. Craft requirements is you must be a night hag. Oh, okay. Dang it. <laughs> Darn it. Uh, this, however, is uh, uh, in mundane now. It's a, it's a nerd. But it is still worth 200 gold pieces. Yeah. I thought it was 250. Cool. I was nice. Awesome. There's collectors. I would right, which, play which, one with that. Which one of you guys are going to roll for the ring? I want this ring. Uh, I kind of want the ring, but I feel like it's just kind of tailor-made for Tim's character. Yeah. 
I'll roll for it. I'll roll for it. What you don't know is I've been using using a way to die this whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh, man. I think you might have got me then. I don't know. What's that, Kelly? Uh, uh, What? Oh, gosh. 18. Uh, 15. Oh. Roll a natural one. You're right. You've been here longer. I've been here longer. <laughs> I know your place. Sorry, sorry. For, for I, I realize you have. T- I realize you have tenure. <laughs> you don't qualify for vacation time yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Uh, when can I sign up for the 401k? Is it like a three-month period or six months? Kind of like a year. Oh, <laughs> you get ninety-day probation. <laughs> sorry, Adler handled all that. <laughs> I have no fucking clue. <laughs> So we come back, the Citadel's repossessed, and we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Forgot to pay property taxes. <laughs> well, they forgot to pay property taxes. So I can, in this here, God, to find out that Adelar was actually embezzling money and not filing taxes, <laughs> and like, he was actually horrible, and we just fell for it the whole time. <laughs> Sound like we, he knew what he was talking about. All right. Shit. There are two hallways. One going north, and well, northern hallway, both of them going east. There's a northern hallway, and then there's a southern hallway. Both of them heading east. Which one would you like to go to? Uh, I'll go to stealth up. To Which like, one looks like it has more danger? I don't know yet. <laughs> I vote north. Oh, good, I think this guy's an asshole. <laughs> I think he's going to die fast, I don't know. <laughs> Tim and I were joking that if the play, if PCs just, just wanted to game the entire system, they could just keep making characters with new items, just bringing them in, yeah. have them fall on their sword. No, no, Grimshaw, look, look, look at all these magic items we have. Man. Oh my god, how oh, this happen? Look, he has a will on him. All right, Catch uh, takes off to the to the north. You take off to the north. Hey, I'll come back. <laughs> The centerpiece of this room is a tall statue of a willow tree carved from pale marble. Six oversized <laughs> roots around the base of the tree resemble stone beds radiating out from the trunk, with just enough room to climb to climb into beneath the statue's stone branches. Exits lead out from opposite sides of the room. You can hear someone talking in a gruff, awful Disgusting voice. Is it Necrol? It is. They are speaking in. It is not Necrol. The voice, however, that you hear isn't the thing that startles you as the tree begins to move. Oh, God. Well. I'll see you guys next time. God damn it. Damn it. Here we go. Well, you hear a low rumbling voice. That's what it feels like to drive a Ford truck. Hey everyone, Kelly here, the voice of Kezra, to remind you to follow us on all of our socials and to stay up to date with DPS content and Pathfinder-related news. If you want more Dragonpunch Squad, check out our Twitch and YouTube channels, as well as our Discord and subreddit for episode discussions and lots and lots of memes. See you next episode.